Hi, this is Maria. This is Sarah. This is Tammy. And welcome to The The Ridge Ridge Podcast. everybody. Well, welcome back. This is episode six. Good to be back. Yes, yes, yes. So episode six. Uh, Last week, we talked about why people aren't coming to church anymore. And really, you know, the big main theme that we kind of focused on was how church is uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. It's uncomfortable to actually be the body of Christ, to um, live out your life in accordance with how we're supposed to. Um, And, uh, and there's a lot going on. And so it's, um, it's hard. You know, we're all feeling anxious. We're feeling depressed. We've got uh, lots of things that we're concerned about. And so today, as we were kind of praying over what we needed to talk about, really hope was the resounding theme. And so today we're going to talk about discovering hope and what that means. What that looks like. That's great. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So let's dive in. Kick us off, Tammy. All right. So when I think of hope, I always think about this one passage. And so it's from Romans 5. Therefore, since we have been justified through faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have gained access by faith into this grace in which we now stand. And we rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. Not only so, but we also rejoice in our sufferings because we know that suffering produces perseverance, Mm -hmm. perseverance, character, and character, hope. And hope does not disappoint us because Mm -hmm. God has poured out his love into our hearts by the Holy Spirit, whom he has given us. Yeah. So break that down for us, Tammy. What does that mean? Well, um, I think uh, hope is super powerful. And I actually went into Pastor Mark a a few weeks ago um, because I'm going to be preaching coming up. And Mm -hmm. I may use the topic of hope I haven't firmly decided yet. And I asked him, I said, Pastor Mark, what do you think? Is hope a fruit of the Spirit or is hope a gift of the Spirit? Mm -hmm. Because it's not listed in the fruit, We think of love, joy, peace, patience, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Hope isn't listed. Right. But it's also not listed among the spiritual gifts. gifts. Right. Interesting. So I asked him, I said, what do you think? And he's like, I look forward to you telling me what you think. (laughs) (laughs) So I would say, I think hope is, this is what I, this is some of my meditations. I think hope is a precursor to faith. Mm. I don't think we can have the gift of faith. You know, we know if, if faith is a gift, which it's very clear in 1 Corinthians 12, 13, 14, it is a gift. So God gives us the gift of faith. Right. But I believe that hope is a precursor. You know, in the book of Isaiah, it says that those who wait upon the Lord will renew their strength. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. The, another translation is those that hope in the Lord will renew renew their strength. strength. So there's something about hope that has to do with we have to take time to wait upon the Lord. Yeah. There's something that's almost like we we marinate. Yeah. It's like a marinade. Like we have to marinate in in God's hope for us. Yeah. Well, and in the society where we don't wait for anything. Right. You know, so we we don't. We don't wait for anything. We're busy. We've um, we've created an environment that is counterproductive to hope. Right. Yeah. Um, and, you know, some of the things that we had talked about um, in preparation for this is, you know, like what um, what really keeps us from feeling hope. And um, and I told a story about um, somebody that I was recently talking to and, you know, and, and she's been on this kind of cycle um, or she's witnessed this cycle and she got really uh, frustrated and she called me and she said, you know, what am I supposed to do now? There's this other person in her life who's 
um, really important to her and um, and he's letting her down right now, you know? Mm -hmm. And so, uh, and she goes to him for a lot of things and, um, and she finds a lot of comfort in the relationship they have. Well, now that relationship no longer feels safe. That's hard. Yeah. And so, um, you know, and she says, well, I feel like I'm supposed to confront this, but I know nothing's going to change. And so it really brought about the, um, you know, the conversation of, so who do I go to if this is no longer safe? And we said, and this is something that was profound for me even because I said, you know, you can take all of these things to God. Right. And how often do we almost view our relationship with God as transactional instead of relational? Um, you know, when we have a need, we take it to him and then we expect something in return. But, you know, um, how often do we just recognize that all of the depression that we feel, the anxiety mm. that we feel, the um, sadness that we feel, we can just lay it at the feet of the Lord and then wait on mm -hmm. the hope that the he waiting will, is the hardest will give us. Right. Right. And that's the thing. The waiting is, is the, is the, the big thing that everybody is dealing with right now is waiting for what God's going to do to bring about the hope. And, and we may also, um, have designs in our mind about what hope is supposed to look like. Well, that's funny that you say that because I was just thinking to myself, what is hope? Mm -hmm. Right? So mm -hmm. what would you, how would you describe what hope is? Is it expectation of what God say, will do? What I was is thinking it? about it because of what you were talking about your friend saying about this expectation that nothing will change. I mm -hmm. think that's a good definition of hopelessness. Yes. Right, I agree. When we don't have hope, we don't believe anything can change. But hope right. is this like putting on this, the glasses of God, mm -hmm. seeing that in him all, all, things, things, are are all things are possible. Right, right. right. And so another piece of, um, you know, what, what keeps us from experiencing hope or, you know, what, what maybe leaves us feeling hopeless, you know, is when we don't have a solid understanding of what our identity mm. is in God, mm -hmm. you know, sure. and, and I always talk about identity because I feel like it's so important. So important. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, and I probably sound like I'm beating a dead horse by now, but, um, you know, our identity is often wrapped up in what we do. Um, it's wrapped up in people. Sure. And that took a hit the, in 2020. Yes, it did. Because we couldn't do what we used to do. Right, right. right. And, um, you know, and so what we do and, and, and often in people too. And, hmm. um, you know, and so when people fail us and they let us down, um, it's very easy then for our identity to be called into question. Um, I know for me personally, um, I am a naturally trusting individual hmm. and um that's great it is great <laughs> yeah it is <laughs> but it often leaves me feeling very hurt um because I want to be naturally trusting and I work hard to not become cynical because mm -hmm. I've got a lot of people that you know will say to me oh you're just naive just wait a little bit and you'll be you know disappointed and and I do experience that disappointment but I think where things really shifted for me is recognizing that my identity is not in the people that I trust, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. and that they are, they're broken mm -hmm. people, they're people just like the rest of us. Yeah. Um, that's good, you know, and, but how often do we do that? You know, and, and I would challenge the people that are listening today, like, where's your identity lying? Is it in the people that are around you? You know, like people will say, oh, I'm good as long as so-and-so is good. Boy, isn't that the truth? Yeah. We happy wife, happy life. Yep. 
<laughs> right, Danny? Well, that is that is true. <laughs> happy life. Happy wife or happy wife. It's like a bunch life. of women with dad jokes on this podcast. Right, no kidding. <laughs> but it is, yeah. No, but, you know, it's wrapped up in my children. Mm-hmm. Yep, my identity is wrapped up in my children and their successes. And their happiness. And, and their, their happiness, happiness right? right. Happiness. right. Um, it's wrapped up in oh, what I do uh, vocationally. Mm-hmm. Um, how I look how I talk, where I live. What it boils right down to is scripture is full of hope. It's full of the promises of God. It's full of the promises that Jesus came to die. We have hope eternal, mm-hmm. right? Right. So and we once, don't really talk about that too much. No, do we? we don't. We don't talk about it nearly enough. And I think that that's where people get, that's, that's when we start to rely on other people because we don't talk about that hope that's offered in the scripture through the death of Jesus. You know, we have eternal hope mm-hmm. and that's really what we need to be as Christians. Right. That's where our focus should be. Right. Well, and, and I often find that, um, you know, again, uh, people are, will always say, well, what does that exactly mean? Or, um, you know, there's, they've almost used that hope as like a, um, like a like not in an empathetic way, hmm. but in a like you should just have hope in Jesus and oh, everything right. will be fine, you know. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. and sometimes like when, high in the sky. Yeah, yeah. And so sure. um, I think I, I think hope and happiness might not be the same thing, though. You know, right. we're not always happy, right? But we can always be hopeful as Christians, right? Situationally, right. we're not always going to be happy. There are going to be things that happen that make us sad or depressed or anxious. Right. But our hope is eternal. Right. And that's a really good clarification. So it is, it's, it's recognizing that hope is not, um, it doesn't take away your struggles. Right. It just, it just, um, puts the responsibility where it belongs. Exactly. Which is with God. Right. So, and that was another thing too, is, you know, I, I, when we were looking at what hope is or how do we discover hope is, you know, how often do we give stuff up to God mm-hmm. and then pull it back mm-hmm. and say, wait, 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 I'm actually not ready for you to be responsible for that because I don't trust that you're going to take care of it. Mm-hmm. You know, we may not say that, but that's what it means when we <laughs> give it up to God and then we say, whoop, 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 take whoop. it back. Yeah. Let me see if I can remember. This is the, now these are back in college days, the, the poem it's, um, let me th- see if I can remember it. I gave my broken dreams to God. Have you heard this, Tammy? Uh-uh. Because he was my friend. I laid them at his feet hmm. for him to mend or something like that. At last I snatched them back and cried, how could you be so slow? My child, he cried, what could I do? You never let them go. Uh, yeah. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. That's always stuck with me. Yeah. Yeah, that is really good. You know, it says it. I was thinking about this. I, basically, this is, I think, my sermon prep. Um, <laughs> Wait a minute. We're, we're here to help. Yeah, yeah so all of you. <laughs> um, so it says that suffering produces perseverance, right? Mm-hmm. Perseverance, character, and character produces hope. Hope, right. So mm-hmm. if we don't have those periods of where we're extremely disappointed, where we feel like we are suffering, mm-hmm. and we know that in the United States, you know, you know, we might be uncomfortable, but I don't know if we're fully suffering. suffering but if right. you are struggling, if you're in the pit of depression, you are right. suffering. You, you are, are suffering. If you mm-hmm. experience chronic pain, that is legit suffering. Right. If you mm-hmm. can't 
if you don't know how to pay your mortgage and you're looking at being homeless, that is definitely suffering. Right. So I don't want to mitigate that. Even though we're in America, there's still definitely suffering right. here. But it's interesting that all these things have uh, like a journey. We There's this journey of suffering. There's a journey of perseverance. And then there's a journey of character. And that character leads us to hope. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's probably one of the reasons why, you know, we think about the Apostle Paul in the book of Acts. He's he's in um, the jail, right? Mm-hmm. And you know, like jails back then are not like jails now. It would have been nasty. <laughs> they don't get a TV. Been, they they don't get, it would have been, there, been, there would have been rats. You know, right. who knows if they were getting any kind of food. And he and his his friend, they're able to sing. Mm-hmm. And it was their worship <clears throat> that caused the breakthrough, caused the literal breakthrough where there was an earthquake and they were set free, right? Right. right. And you can only sing if you have hope. Right. 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 You yeah. know? Yeah. Especially in a situation like that, right? Mm-hmm. Where there's, yeah, there's, they're, and their only hope was in the Lord. And right. they were, and their singing was coming because they were rejoicing in their suffering. Right. 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 Oh, man, I stink at that. I'm uh, very good at rejoicing yes. and suffering. Yes. No, I don't think anybody's really good at it, you know. Um, but it does remind <laughs> It does remind me. It's not like me. you can practice. I know. Man, this stinks right now. I know. I guess you could do that. Well, and it is. Like, it's like a hindsight 2020, right? Like when you think that you're doing really well, and then like you were talking about earlier, and then you get to the end of the day, and you're like, oh, man, I just missed out. I could have done Oh, much yeah. better in that situation. Yeah, I, didn't, I didn't do. I didn't do very well yesterday. I, t- I was telling my friends here at the table that I had about four different opportunities where I felt like the Lord was helping me be teachable, mm. <laughs> and and I and um, my pride was having none of it. Yeah, because I knew what was best. It was right. like, and it was four different people. Wow. And mm. and I, it was at the end of the day, and I thought, gosh, I just. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't do as well. Yeah. So we definitely have those days. We have yeah. those days, right? I had a situation with one of my kiddos yesterday, and this is for all the parents out there, where I felt like, man, you know, you pour yourself into your kids, and you're really trying to bring them up um, in the way they should go, so right. that when they're old, they won't depart from it, hey. as Scripture says, right? And I had a situation yesterday where I really felt defeated, mm. like that hope. <laughs> was a little bit hard to find yesterday, honestly. Right, right. But I love it that you just read that scripture about perseverance. Right. And how perseverance is a precursor to hope. Um, right. Suffering, perseverance. Yeah. Character. And I think hope. sometimes when we're dealing with a difficult personality for a child, that's really easy to... Mm. If I'm being totally honest, I did not know what to do. Mm. I was at the point where I was like, I have tried everything. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was just... Thank you, Tammy. That was a really good reminder of even persevering and knowing that our hope lies in Christ. And that's, that was my thought yesterday. I was like, Lord, you are in charge of this child. Mm-hmm. I need you like mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So it's hard even in the parenting sometimes to have that hope for our children. It would seem you know? like hope does not disappoint. Mm-hmm. That That's like a dangerous scripture. Cause I feel like I've been disappointed a lot mm-hmm. <laughs> in mm-hmm. life, even in things that I've like contended for, say in the realm of prayer. Mm-hmm. And so when you've known incredible disappointment, you're like, what, what does this mean then? Right. Hope does not disappoint. Is this just about eternal hope? Cause that's true. That's like when we see the fabric of our life, like right now, you know, people talk about how we look at the fabric of life from the underside. So we see all the strings and it looks crazy, but someday from eternity, we'll see it on the other side and we'll go, 
Like what that suffering that I thought was so horrendous was actually like um, a thread of gold, right? Mm. That made the tapestry so beautiful, but we just can't see it. And I don't right. know if it if it's talking about that. Well, I got a thought right. on that. All right, so tell I, us. I do think that there is this um, that we have hope, but oftentimes when our hope, when we're disappointed by the hope that we had, it's because we had our own understanding and expectations sure. of what God was supposed to do. And he didn't meet. So it's less about our hope being disappointing and more about, um, we had expectations for something to happen and we were hopeful it was going to happen, but it didn't happen that way. And therefore that, you know, that, so it's a whole different concept. I think that our hope, um, in Jesus is not, designed by our expectations it's not um it's not from us it's something right. it's something that you know so in that in that sense if you look at all of your situations even if you might be disappointed you could still have hope because no matter what god has said that what our our future is going to be or our, the plan that he has for us is better than anything we could imagine ourselves mm -hmm. so maybe our hope is in our plan for where we're going and then when that doesn't go that way we feel disappointed but we can go back to God's plan. Right. And we find hope there. I think hope is a fruit. You so think hope is a fruit? Oh, yeah. here we go. All right, all right. We're going to get into the meat of it. Fruit. Sermon prep. <laughs> <laughs> well, because, I mean, if we're talking about these things have a begetting, you know, so suffering produces or begets perseverance, right? Perseverance produces character and character produces hope. Well, and in James, producing fruit. James doesn't, in James, doesn't it talk about patience? Patience producing perseverance. So I think it fits. It does fit. Fruit all around. Fruit. I think it's a fruit. Or perseverance creating patience. If you are just tuning in and you're wondering why we're talking about fruit so much, <laughs> we're looping, it back, looping it back around to discovering hope. You know, like how what do we discover yes. hope? And, and really that you discover hope by recognizing that hope is a fruit. You know, that's what we, th that's what we're thinking. That's our theory. All right. Yeah. Theologians, make sure you write in. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure that they will <laughs> give us your nice exegesis as to what you think. <laughs> that's right. Is. That's right. So, so yeah, so hope is, um, knowing where your identity lies, you know, and, and really, um, seeing God as your person you know, and not trying to find, I mean, we, we talked about fellowship earlier and the mm. importance of fellowship and, and fellowship certainly, um, holds us accountable and it helps us to grow. And it, it is a, a necessary need that we have, but, um, but really recognizing that out of anybody in the whole universe, God is our person. And, um, and for me as a verbal processor, that's like, that's a hard thing for me to, to wrap my mind around because I'm like, well, who, what do you mean? Like, I'm not getting the feedback that I want. You know, everybody at this church knows that when Maria talks, she's going to whip out a whiteboard. She's going to talk a thousand words a minute. It's not going to make any sense right away. And then, it you makes know, sense. It and makes then, sense. you know, but like poor Sarah, <laughs> I come down to her office and she's it like, It is oh, a okay. whirlwind of thought and ideas. Yes. But they do make sense. It is a whirlwind. <clears throat> That's good. But you know, like, so God is our person. So how do we really, and that I think we're going to move into really digging deeper into that next time is how do we engage with the Holy Spirit for, for hope, like figuring out how hope works. Mm -hmm. That's good. Mm -hmm. So the, 
you know, we talked about like seeing God as your person and, um, and you know, the, the Holy Spirit is the counselor, the comforter yes, and the, the help meet. So like our helper, um, I mean, that's that if it says that that's who he is, you know, then then how why aren't we using him <laughs> that way? Yeah, it's true. I mean, I, I think that, you know, if we think about the Godhead, we think about the Trinity. We know that the father is on the throne and scripture is extremely clear that Jesus sits at the right hand of the father. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's the Holy Spirit was the promised gift that the Lord sent us when Jesus ascended into heaven. So he is Mm -hmm. the God that is here with us. He is the one who lives inside of us. He is the Holy spirit inside of us is the seal Mm -hmm. saying that we truly are redeemed and that there is coming a day where we will live right with him. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, in heaven. So, um, he is, he is, he is so much. And he, I think that, as we begin to engage with the Holy Spirit in our lives and we engage with him with our, whether it be we're struggling with depression or anxiety, we're feeling extremely disappointed, or maybe we're disappointed with what's happening in our nation right now. Mm -hmm. Um, But we can bring the Holy Spirit into that process. And we can Mm -hmm. say, okay, Holy Spirit, help me. So if the Holy Spirit is our helper, we need to engage with the Holy Spirit and ask him for Mm -hmm. assistance. If he is called the counselor, Mm -hmm. we need to ask him to counsel us, not just to give us wisdom, but to to speak to him and to know that he wants to respond to us, that he wants to be fully engaged in our lives in the the rough stuff and in the beautiful and joyful Mm -hmm. stuff. Mm -hmm. But that when we don't, um, if we don't use him like that incredible friend that he is, I feel like we are missing out. And we right. can't rely just on our friends right. to do all that work for us or our family members or our spouse or even our professional counselor. Like right. there, I think there is certain break, breakthrough that needs to come and has to come mm-hmm. from the Holy Spirit himself. Mm-hmm. Yes, I 100% agree coming from a professional counselor standpoint. Yes. No kidding. <laughs> yes, okay. <laughs> it's totally true. Um, I think a lot of the disappointment comes when we place our our hope in people. Mm-hmm. That's, that's where people lose hope because we are people. We're sinful people. We're going to make mistakes. We're, we're going to let people down. Right. Rather than relying on the Holy Spirit and relying on God's word. Right. Yeah. Well, and so going back to what it says about character, right? You know, um, character is a big deal to me. Like it's just a big deal to me. Um, I, I think character is one of the most important things that a person can have. And, um, and so when you feel disappointed, oftentimes our character is what, um, like during those hard times, our character is what comes to the forefront, right? Oh yeah, what's really there? Yeah, Ooh, what's really bubbles there? Up. And so if your character, <laughs> if your character is is developed and refined and um, centered around Christ, then then that the next part is hope, right? That's where mm-hmm. your hope comes from. So you have to have. You have to have the character almost. Maybe I'm. Maybe this is not right, but I'm going to say it anyway. So you have to have the character in order to experience the the hope, and um, and perhaps maybe that right. perseverance produces character, and character produces hope. Right. Sure. So so it's not. So hope is actually something that's a, it's almost down the line. Like it is. You you where you start. Mm. Like today, if you were to start on your journey to discovering hope you may not feel it, you know, because there's some, some brushing up that needs to happen in your character. And mm. that, and that comes through 
perseverance in the spirit. Um, and, you know, it goes back to what we talked about, about like habits, what Pastor Mark has talked about, about habits, like building these habits, because habits also develop character. So we don't want that to sound discouraging to anybody who's in the pit of despair, though. Right, um, right. Because for a lot of people that are deep into depression or are just not feeling any hope, um, I do feel like, for me anyway, when I open God's word, there is there is hope in the pages of this book. Right, right. Um, immediate relief, immediate mm. hope. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Yeah, and that's really good. Yeah, I definitely don't want it to be discouraging. Um, I think that having having experienced depression um, and anxiety, uh, you know, it is, um, that's where, I mean, spiritual warfare lives there. And so Ooh, if, if, Satan, sure. if Satan can convince you that there is no hope, you know, then, then he's one. Oh, right. So mm -hmm. there, so that is a good point to bring mm -hmm. to the table is if you're feeling that way, if you're feeling like there's no way that you're going to get out of this pit, remind yourself that you're not in the pit alone. Mm -hmm. The struggle is producing perseverance. You can, right. there are things that you can do mm -hmm. to um, root your truth and, right. and in truth, right. <laughs> root your truth in truth. Mm -hmm. We're going to quote that. <laughs> but you know you gotta um you can look in scripture yeah. and you can find truth there mm -hmm. um and that's where also having people the the true fellowship um that you know where people are reflecting god back at you and that's where having a good christian counselor is really important somebody to kind of sift through sure through those things and, re good. and reflect god back to you right um but it, just knowing that it's 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 there and it's available and and it's it's something that you're already working on, you right. know, like this character development. When we um, start really producing hope in our lives, now that we know how it's produced, right? Like a fruit. <laughs> <laughs> so we're thinking, theologians. That's right. So when we're producing hope, I love to be around people that are filled with hope. Yes. Yeah. You know, and I think hope is contagious. Mm -hmm. And I think that it, hope is, um, it's like one of the most important commodities, if we think about it that way, yeah. in society yeah. today. That those who speak with hope, um, people give them the right to speak into their lives. Right. Yeah. And so I think that this is, being a hope-filled people is is so important even for reaching out to mm -hmm. others and telling them, sharing the gospel. The gospel yeah. is, a, is a message of hope. Right. Yeah. It is. And it, it's just so powerful. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And in this day and age, that's what we need. We do. Um, between the pandemic and the political atmosphere, everything that's going on, I think a lot of people are feeling... Hopeless. Hopeless, yes. Yeah. So but there's a remedy. Just right. And remembering our identity in Christ. And mm -hmm. we're, we're, we're speaking specifically to those who accepted Christ as Savior, right? So we know right. what our identity in Christ is. And if you haven't accepted Christ as your Savior, reach out to us. Right. Um, because that's where that's where you're going to find hope. Right. right. You know, you have to, you have to start us, there. The Christ in us. Right. right. So you have to start there. You have to have your identity in Christ first because he gives us eternal hope. Mm -hmm. So you have to start there and don't ever feel like there is no hope because there is, you know, and we're here, right? Mm -hmm. We're here to guide you through it and open God's word. Even if you haven't cracked that Bible open in years, <laughs> there's hope on those pages. Yeah. I know sometimes when I hold the Bible, I know it sounds super uh, crazy, but I'm like, ooh, you know, like, like, da -da -na -na, this is the word, and uh, so, but it is, it's, it's, 
Look at Andrew shaking his head. I know. Poor, <laughs> poor Andrew. Poor Andrew. Um, but anyway, it is. That's that's where that is where you discover hope is yeah. is in that. And so, um, <clears throat> Sarah said it great. You know, if you have um, if you want to learn more about what that looks like, or or maybe you just don't know Jesus yet. You know, um, that's the first step is really like knowing Jesus, and um, and we're here to help you figure that out. Um, and we, we're figuring it out too. It's not like we're, you know, like we've accepted Jesus and we know everything. Um, That's right. We're not sitting on the top of a mountain in like some monk outfit. No. Come to us. Yeah. We're talking about fruit <laughs> and Holy Bible. Um, <laughs> well, that is a little bit like top of mountain kind of stuff. Yeah, da, 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 da. Anyways, <laughs> we digress. So next week we're going to kind of, um, move into that a little bit more, you know, like how do we. Once we have accepted the Holy Spirit, you know, how do we really engage with the Holy Spirit? What are some things that we can do? It's going to be a fun topic. Yeah. What are some things that we can do to engage with the Holy Spirit? Because, because that's where we're going to, that's where we're going to grow, you know, and that's where we're going to be the light, you know, when the Holy Spirit shines through in our life. So, um, hopefully you're willing to join us next week. Um, and you know, experience all of the, the dad jokes and the, uh, the mom the, jokes, the, the the mom jokes, the the silliness. <laughs> so, um, have a great week, and we'll see you later. God bless. Mm-hmm.